what I find amazing is that they're they're all like actors in a play. It's so weird. I've been seeing these things so much differently now, and it's like it's just it's it's like is it funny? It's almost funny. And then it's also it's also like it's just disappointing. Or is it disappointing? It's like it's it's like it's fucking with my head a little bit. It's none of it's real. It's all fake. None of it's real. You know what I'm saying? And then you talk to someone who thinks it's real and they think you're insane. And meanwhile, I never think I never think most people are insane based on their political beliefs or whatever, their beliefs on particular topics. I usually don't think people are insane unless they're for real insane. But you know how someone will be like, you're pro-life? You're insane. You know, it's like, no, they're, they just have a different belief than you. They're not insane. But then if someone's like schizophrenic, then they're kind of insane, I guess. But I mean, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein thing happened today. He quote unquote committed suicide. I just, it's a theater, you know, like it's all fake. It's theater. And you have all these people on news sources and they're like, we're stunned to find, we were stunned to find that Jeffrey Epstein had killed himself. Everyone's stunned. I'm, I have Fox News opened right now. I was trying to make a, I just recorded one and I deleted it because it wasn't going very well. And then Rachel just burst in the room clapping and yelling like a fucking idiot. So I deleted it. Um, but I was, I was trying to point out that all the media sources, whether it's Fox or CNN or MSNBC, all the mainstream media sources... Uh, and this goes for the New York Times as well and the Washington Post and even NPR and stuff. They all are based, they all base their stories and stuff on evoking a negative emotional reaction. This is something that I've realized is so, it's so frequent. And it's now that I've looked out for it, it's almost everything I see on the news on any of these stations, on any news station. They're either trying to tap into fear and they're trying to scare you or they're trying to tap into anger and disgust. They're trying to make you feel disgusted by something. If you feel disgusted, that's a, that's a really horrible emotion to um, try to exploit because, th I mean, that's like, that's what, it, it it's it's a uh, it it goes hand in hand with dehumanization with dehumanizing people and this is what all almost all genocides have been based on dehumanizing people and then the disgust adds disgust adds another layer to it where you'll be willing to do horrible things if you're disgusted by someone so it's really terrible what the media does the way that they always that's always the angle how can you how can they make you fearful and how can they make you angry and how can they make you disgusted because if they make you fearful and angry and disgusted you will 
they 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 control you then they'll control you and they'll say good now you're disgusted well here's what we're gonna do you know what i'm saying and then they can control the narrative in that way which control the narrative has become kind of like a uh that's such a uh, phrase that's used so often. There's some of these phrases that are used so often. It's like, it's it's sad that they've become so meaningless. It's like free speech. When someone says free speech, it's become like a buzzer phrase. Like it's not the most important, like it's not the most important cornerstone of, of our society's success. Even if you want to argue that our society and the Western, that Western society hasn't been that successful, that seems like something that we got pretty right. Freedom of speech. That seems like something we got pretty right. It's one of the best aspects of Western society. And uh, the fact that it's turned into a buzzword is, is pretty, uh, it's just, it's disappointing. That's disappointing. But this is all that they do. So I have so little faith and trust in the mainstream news media at this point. And it's all just, it's just theater. It's all fake. It's all fake. It's crazy, dude. Like, I'm going to learn over the next few years how to articulate this better. Just my own views. I'm still very young. I'm 26. I'm certain that over the next few years, my views will ebb and flow and they'll change sometimes at times probably drastically and then maybe in my 30s I'll kind of settle down on what I actually believe that's why I'm sometimes reluctant to share with you my actual thoughts on certain topics because I'm not really I'm not really certain myself and I hope I try never to be certain I think certainty is not so great Especially when you're dealing with political topics, because it's just like, it's just an experiment. It's all just an experiment. It's all just. So why be certain about these things? Even when it comes to science, the certainty is misguided at times. The certainty of it is misguided at times. Especially when you find that, I mean... People will scoff at this. People, there's Some people may scoff at this example, but there was a time where scientists were certain that the Earth was the center of the universe and that the sun revolved around the Earth. And some people will say, oh, that's a stupid example. It was so long ago. And then they, that was before the scientific method and this and that. And uh, I just don't think... Um, that sort of trend is just over now. Like every scientific scientific theory that's uh, proposed in 2019 is correct. It's not, obviously not. So why be certain about things? You should be open to the the very real possibility that you're wrong at all times on all issues. I suppose if there's a couple select issues that you really really don't want to budge on, then you can have those, but you should make it as few as possible. And you should be really, you should really think over the opposition. You should really think over the opposing views of your viewpoint and really examine that because a lot of times we'll block that out and we'll never even, we'll never even consider the opinions. We'll never even consider the opposing opinions because we'll say, well, that's so ridiculous, I wouldn't even bother to look into it. 
Because what you'll find is when you do look into it, you might not discover that you're wrong, but you might discover for one thing why people think that, and you'll have a little more uh, empathy for them and their views. Or you might find that you're not completely right, that there are aspects to your beliefs that are not completely right. But as long as the mainstream media makes you scared and angry and disgusted, you will probably not be willing to examine other sides and other perspectives of the issue, whatever that may be. But with this Jeffrey Epstein stuff, like it just it's just like it's it's crazy. Because he attempted suicide like two weeks ago. There was a story about it. And now he's dead by suicide? Well, what does that mean? That he wasn't on suicide watch? What the fuck? Are you kidding me? How do they not have him on suicide? That's crazy. Say so he didn't have him on suicide watch. Well, I don't I don't really think I believe that. And then if they did have him on suicide watch, the guy watching him just uh was like, oh, I'm going to go grab a sandwich, Jeffrey. Don't kill yourself. You better not kill yourself, Jeffrey. I'm going to go get a, something to eat. I'm going to go get a hoagie. I don't know why he would say hoagie, but he's going to go get a hoagie. And he's like, you better not kill yourself, Jeffrey. And then he came back and he was like, oh, shut Oh, fiddlesticks. I told him not to kill himself. Dude, it's so crazy. It's like Jeffrey Epstein, if you don't know, was arrested because... He was engaged in child sex trafficking, right? Some of them were underage. Some of them were not underage. All of it was illegal. All of the activity was illegal. He had an island. I am not, I am not an expert on this. I, I've not looked that into it, but it's just that now that this story came out and I've been listening to podcasts about it and trying to keep up with it a bit, but that is my understanding of it, that he, he actually had an island where all of this took place and he would bring powerful people to the island and he had names. He had a lot of names. And one of the reasons that he had gotten off originally because he had been tried for this in a federal court, if I'm not mistaken, in Florida. He had been tried for this in 2008. He got off. And one of the reasons he got off, according to court documents that I saw that Tim Dillon shared yesterday on Twitter, one of the reasons he got off was because he had names of powerful people and they were able to negotiate for Jeffrey to get a non-prosecution deal where he was not prosecuted and he completely got away with it until 2019, until this year where he was arrested and he was put in jail and he was going to be tried and he was definitely going to name names of powerful people and they did not specify who just a few names are specified like Alan Dershowitz I think and a couple others like a former Democratic senator and like a former governor or something but people were going down and there were theories I mean there still are theories that Bill Clinton was involved we know that Trump knew Jeffrey Epstein but in fact, the, the evidence against Bill Clinton, it looked pretty bad. And knowing Bill Clinton's behavior, it looked pretty bad. And with Trump, it's like, who knows, dude? It could have been just as bad. Bottom line, now Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. You know, locked up. Had to have been under suicide watch. How does this guy... 
like find the means to kill himself locked up i think he was in solitary confinement how does he figure out how does he manage to pull this off probably had to be under suicide watch how does he pull this off because in the news in the stories it's going to say no he wasn't on suicide watch well isn't that convenient don't you think i don't believe any of this shit anymore i don't believe any of it i believe none of it they all work together there's probably heads of media corporations who went to Jeffrey Epstein's fucking child sex island. They're all in cahoots, man. It's crazy. Now I'm a real I'm a real conspiracy theorist now. But I don't think I think if you think Jeffrey Epstein really for real just committed suicide and there's no foul play in all this and there weren't very dark powerful forces at work here, I think that's the conspiracy theory. I think that's less likely to have happened. I think that makes you sound a little crazy if you really just think he just happened to kill himself. And he really just happened to not be on suicide watch. And he really just happened to get his hands on something that he could hang himself with. That to me sounds crazy. So, I don't know, man. I don't believe any of it anymore. I've become so... Ah, this whole process, like... The media is atrocious. They are, they're sickening. They, they, as they disgust me, they don't, their stories don't disgust me and their news pundits don't disgust me and Fox and Friends doesn't disgust me or, you know, eight people arguing on MSNBC doesn't disgust me. It's the media as a whole with very, very, very few exceptions. They disgust me. Because they're just they're they're horrible. They're horrible. I mean, dude. And now they, they, you know, like, and I'm I'm clearly no better. I'm clearly being hypocritical because I just said that that makes them that makes them wrong to rile people up and make them disgusted. But I'm just telling you how I feel about it. It's very. It's just like. And you go back hundreds of years, and people said this about the media. And the news, you know, I just read a part of uh, Thus Spoke Zarathustra where he's talking about the state and he's talking about the news. And he's like, he's like, they'll just vomit. That's what he described it as. He says they'll vomit and then they'll call it news. They'll call it the news. They'll just vomit. And at that time, that was still print media. So it was newspapers. But you find that that's um, pretty consistent with a lot of philosophers even when you go pretty far back that they all had rather negative opinions about the media and you know what no media member no journalist has ever made journalists have seldom made meaningful contributions to society and not even close to the contributions of philosophers especially the most famous philosophers. So I'm going to go with the philosophers on this one. So I don't know. It's all an act. It's all fake. It's all theater. Attorney General Barr wants answers. I'm reading the, the headline on Fox News. Attorney General Barr wants answers to serious questions in Jeffrey Epstein jail death amid bipartisan outrage. Well, I hope some of them are being for real, but you know a lot of them aren't. And they knew it was going to happen. And a lot of them are happy about it. Because 
they might be off the hook. Because there was the whole case. Jeffrey, he was the guy. He was going to be the one who would be able to say who did what and when. But now he's dead. And so they'll get away with it. Most of them. I mean, a couple guys will go down. But most of them will get away with it. And then uh, and then things will just keep moving on. And it doesn't matter. You know? I don't know. I'm going to be able to articulate this more. I need to write about it and stuff and just really think it out. Because I've just been having like... I don't know. I just kind of shut up, computer. I just kind of like... I'm just... I don't know, it seems so obvious to me now. But how to articulate it in a way that you'll be able to understand where I'm coming from on this. And so I don't just sound like a psycho. But it's not easy. And I don't know, man. Politics, it's they're actors. It's the greatest. And if you look at it as an entertainment thing, it's like, wow, this is a great story. I mean, this is all very entertaining, you know? And it's like, they should all be they should all be in charge of Hollywood, these people. But this is always the way that politics is going to be because you think of what the type of person who is driven to become a politician, you just think about that type of person and that really answers any questions. Who's the type of person who would pursue political power? It's a particular type of person. There was a lot of alliteration in the last two sentences that I just used. But don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to the fact that they're largely depraved individuals appearing as though they are not. Trying as hard as they can and being rather convincing to many people. Unfortunately, many people will believe anything. But To others, they appear like like robots when they're in public. And it's amazing the way that these politicians are almost incapable of speaking like a regular human being anymore. Once they've been in it so long, they can no longer speak like a human. Everything has to go through an extreme filtering process. And they can never say what they actually feel or what they actually think. They just have to say what they think that you might want to hear. That's their life. I actually feel bad. They're so they're they're so controlled by the public, by their by their donors, by people who are more powerful than them, who are trying to keep them in line. They are they're not human anymore. They're just like a series, they're just like processing. And putting things through these mental algorithms. Like what am I supposed to say about gun control? So that my donors don't get mad at me. But that the American public still think I'm awesome. And then also to fall in line with like me getting the nomination for the party. I don't know man. I want to think of ways to say this that that's something different. Because everyone's like. Everyone's heard the anti-government shtick. Especially from comedians. But I want to think of a more unique way to say it, where it'll come across and be maybe a little more compelling, a little more clear. But 
I don't know. I'm trying to keep some degree of faith in our political system, but and and you know just in our society and with the media. Like as far as the media is concerned, like I I'm checked out, and that's it's been that way for a while. I'm I'm checked out. As far as the political system goes, I don't know. I don't know what can be done. But the media, it's like, I'm out, dude. I, I can't. It's like you sit there and watch and they get things so wrong so much of the time. And then they won't even apologize for it. Or they'll redact it kind of under the rug. They'll go, this thing happened. Aren't you mad? And then it turns out that it's completely wrong. It's completely false. And then they go, oh, we're sorry. But they don't even, they barely even tell you. They don't like publicize it and put it on their front page. We fucked up. This was actually wrong. They never do that. They don't do that at all. They'll just, it'll be on like a side tab at the bottom of their website page. Like, by the way, by the way, that story, it was wrong. We have to hold ourselves accountable. We always want to hold ourselves accountable. We find being held accountable is very important to our organization. So here, at the very bottom of the page, all the way at the bottom, there's a little tab. And we'll tell you, there will be a 500-word article about how we fucked up. Because we're, we're always holding ourselves accountable. And we're always about the truth and being honest. Yeah, so that's all I got to say, man. I don't know. I'm kind of like... It's it, it was bothering me. It was really bothering me. And I wanted to talk about it. And there's a lot more that I have to say, but I don't know how to say it yet. And I'll work on it, and I'll try to figure it out. And I hate when I do this podcast, or even just when I speak to people, I hate like engaging in cliches and like saying things that other people have said before that other people could say I like trying to make it my own. So I will spend time trying to refine my perspective on these things because I don't even really know how I feel on it. I don't really even know for real how I feel on it in the definitive way, but maybe it'd be worth exploring. I think I should start trying to explore how I really feel about things because I've been avoiding it for quite some time. I think part of that has to do with not wanting to be wrong. Part of it's pride and ego. Like, if I make a stance on something, I will have to accept the fact that I might be totally off on it. And then I'll have to, you know, be upfront about it. But I, I usually don't have a problem with that. But it's the fact of putting together views on things. And then there's other things I don't care to think that much about, you know. But... This with the media, this is definitely something that I'd like to I'd like to define my perspective and my views on it because I just think I just think they're horrible. All of them, dude. Fox, MSNBC, CNN, I already said them all. But I I they're all they're they're garbage. They're horrible. You know, I was watching NPR and they had a woman like on the quote unquote on the ground talking to like voters in Iowa and she's saying, well, well, the voters in Iowa are really feeling this way about things. And I'm like, you talk to eight people on the street in Iowa, you talk to eight people and now you're like, well, the voters of Iowa feel this way. 
you know? And that's why they didn't know Trump was going to win. Because they were like, but we asked eight people. We asked eight people. And our big MSNBC logo or our big NPR logo was all over the microphone and stuff. So they, they knew who they were talking to. So, you know, clearly people who disagree with NPR probably wouldn't want to talk to us. But how could this be? We talked to eight people. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. I'll try to be less negative. You know, isn't that so funny? That's like meta hypocrisy. It's like meta hypocrisy. I'm so mad at the media because everything they do is negative, fear, anger, disgust. And yet here I am doing the same thing. See, I'm a hypocritical piece of shit. I can admit it, though. I'd like to hear you admit it, Rachel Maddow or or Tucker Carlson. Come on, you guys admit it, too. We'll all grow together. We'll all be honest with ourselves. Let's do it, you know? Thanks for listening. I love you all. I'll see you next time. Bye.